Today is the seventh day of October. Welcome to Psalms Cast. I am Denise. And it is just so wonderful to be here with you today. It is so exciting to be able to share some wonderful, powerful truths, as well as messages of love and hope that the Lord has for us as we dive into the next five chapters of the book of Psalms today. Are you ready to be nourished and encouraged? Oh, yes, indeed. The Lord's living word is so powerful for such a time as this that we are living in today. You know, we are not alone. The Lord has a powerful message for each one of us. Our journey today starts in Psalm 7. Then we move on to Psalm 37, then Psalm 67. Psalm 97, and we finish up with Psalm 127. We're reading from the New American Standard Bible this week. And if you are new to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. Sit back and allow God's Word to pour into your life. And yes, today at the very end of the podcast is another segment of going deeper into God's Word. This is an opportunity for us to dive a little deeper Because so many are complaining, I have to do this, or, and then you can fill in the blank with whatever that or is. So, let's dive into God's Word to see how a group of three put God to the test when they were faced with a do-it-or-suffer situation. I hope you are encouraged today by this message, because we will be in the book of Daniel, chapter 3. But first, let's do as we do every single day, and pause and invite the Lord to be our guide. Father, thank you. Thank you for drawing us all here together to be washed by your word. We are coming humbly here into your presence, and we so desire to draw near to you. We are looking to you, Lord, for comfort, for direction, and for wisdom, because life is very confusing. Lord, we know that you hear our prayers and you are generously offering us mercy and grace every single day. As we journey into your living words here, spark joy inside of us. Infuse us with your peace that really makes a different Lord, that calms our hearts and our racing thoughts, that we would experience calm and trust We open our minds and we are opening our hearts to you right now. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey into your word. Psalm 7, the Lord implored to defend the psalmist against the wicked. A Shagon of David, when he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjaminite. O Lord my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and rescue me, or he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have done evil to my friend, or have plundered my enemy for no reason, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it. And let him trample my life to the ground, and lay my glory in the dust. Arise, Lord, in your anger, 
Raise yourself against the rage of my enemies and stir yourself for me. You have ordered judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you and return on high over it. The Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity that is in me. Please let the evil of the wicked come to an end, but establish the righteous. For the righteous God puts hearts and minds to the test. My shield is with the Lord, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who shows indignation every day. If one does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and taken aim. He has also prepared deadly weapons for himself. He makes his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, an evil person is pregnant with injustice, and he conceives harm and gives birth to lies. He has dug a pit and hollowed it out, and has fallen into the hole which he made. His harm will return on his own head, and his violence will descend on top of his own head. I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Psalm 37 Security of those who trust in the Lord and insecurity of the wicked, a psalm of David. Do not get upset because of evildoers. Do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and decay like the green plants. Trust in the Lord and do good. Live in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He will do it. He will bring out your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not get upset because of one who is successful in his way. Because of the person who carries out wicked schemes, cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not get upset. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers will be eliminated, but those who wait for the Lord will inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked person will be no more. And you will look carefully for his place, and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to take down the afflicted and the needy, to kill off those who are upright in conduct. Their sword will enter their own heart, and their bows will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked, for the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord sustains the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their inheritance will be forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil, and in the days of famine, They will have plenty, but the wicked will perish, 
And the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and gives. For those blessed by him will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be eliminated. The steps of a man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. When he falls, he will not be hurled down, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging for bread. All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, so that you will dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice and does not abandon his godly ones. They are protected forever, but the descendants of the wicked will be eliminated. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are eliminated, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent person spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in its native soil. Then he passed away, and behold, he was no more. I searched for him, but he could not be found. Observe the blameless person and look at the upright, for the person of peace will have a future, but wrongdoers will altogether be destroyed. The future of the wicked will be eliminated, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in Him. Psalm 67 The nations exhort it to praise God. A psalm, a song. God, be gracious to us and bless us and cause His face to shine upon us that Your way may be known on the earth your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you will judge the peoples with fairness and guide the nations on the earth. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its produce. God, our God, blesses us. God blesses us so that all the ends of the earth may fear him. Psalm 97, the Lord's power and dominion. The Lord reigns. May the earth rejoice. May the many islands be joyful. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his enemies all around. His lightning lit up the world. The earth saw it and trembled. 
The mountains melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare His righteousness, and all the peoples have seen His glory. May all those be ashamed who serve carved images, who boast in idols. Worship Him, all you gods. Zion heard this and was joyful, and the daughters of Judah have rejoiced because of your judgments, Lord. For you are the Lord Most High over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Hate evil, you who love the Lord, who watches over the souls of his godly ones. He saves them from the hand of the wicked. Light is sown like seed for the righteous, and gladness for the upright in heart. Be joyful in the Lord, you righteous ones, and praise the mention of His holy name. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 127. Prosperity comes from the Lord. A song of ascents of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, they who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord guards a city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is futile for you to rise up early, to stay up late, to eat the bread of painful labor. This is how he gives to his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Blessed is a man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. Wow, oh wow. Such powerful messages to those who have ears to hear and a heart to understand that these living words are not just random ramblings of someone long, long ago. These are love messages from the Lord God Most High to you and to me, and they do apply to our lives and our struggles here today in October 2021. Psalm 37 is so powerful. We find how we are to be living today right here in this chapter. We are not supposed to be running around all worried and bowing down to whatever randomness man is requiring. The Holy Lord God has a plan, and friends, we are part of the action. Listen to these words of action. Trust in whom? The Lord and key actions. Do good, live in the land, and cultivate faithfulness. Do you understand what the Lord is saying here? Friend, we are to be doing good every single day. We are to be working the land that the Lord has placed us in. Perhaps that's just being a mama is such an important job. Or perhaps it's cleaning toilets. Perhaps you are a C-suite person or just an everyday office worker. Whatever land the Lord has placed you in, do your work as if you were doing it unto the Lord, and then cultivate faithfulness. Just think on what faithfulness is for a bit. We are to delight ourselves in what? 
in our own wants and desires and lusts? Uh, no. In the Lord, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, the reward is this. He gives us the desires of our heart. Commit your way to what? To whom? Your will and your way? How about the government and the flip-flop crew? No, no, and no. We are to commit our way to the one true living holy God. And we are to trust in whom? In ourself, in our abilities? In the government's plans and schemes? In the tech giants like Google, Amazon, Facebook, YouTube, and such? Well, okay, what about voodoo concoction billionaire pharma creates and demands that we inject into our bodies? No, nope, nada, never. We are to only trust in one alone, our Lord God. And when we trust only the Lord, the promise is spoken here. He will do it. Exactly what is the Lord God going to do? Listen, He is going to bring out your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Honestly, I'm stunned because on Wednesday, I was able to listen to Pastor J.D. Farag's weekly prophecy update. This is something I have been doing probably since about 2008. And this week, J.D. discussed this chapter. And what he says is just so powerful. And I will link I'll post the link on social media channels if you want to check it out. Or you can just go directly to J.D. Farug. It's, I'll spell it in a second, dot org. So it's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot org. And then click on the Prophecy Updates. It was the one for this past Sunday, which was October 3rd. This is so powerful. And the But God testimonies, they're stunning. God is on the move, friends. Right now is an exciting time to be alive. And it is such a privilege to watch Bible prophecy coming alive because it means Jesus is coming soon and very soon. Booyah! I hope that you are being encouraged that God is standing with us and it will be God who fights against, fights every battle against evil. Yes, right now, for many, our feet are being placed in the fire. And yes, our family members are facing the same hard choices that other people are. Either comply with the mandate or lose your livelihood from the job. And by the way, did you know what the acronym JOB, J-O-B, means? Journey of the Broke. God is the one who will provide for our families when we trust Him to do so. And yes, that's what we want. And it was discussed here today in Psalm 37. It's verse 25. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging for bread. My personal testimony is in 60 years of life, me and mine have never, ever had to beg for bread. The Lord has provided in abundance over and over and over again, often from unknown sources. And for this, we praise the Lord. I think for many, the question actually is this. 
Do I dare to put God to the test? Do I choose to stand with God and allow Him to fight this battle for me? Or do I just shut up and do what the man tells me I must do? Yeah, the battle is real. And yes, I encourage those who are struggling or asking a lot of questions to take a couple of extra minutes today to listen to the Going Deeper segment of the podcast. It's very powerful. It is an amazingly powerful chapter. Maranatha, gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, you and you alone are the only true God, and we worship and we praise you. Thank you for these powerful psalms that are filled with wisdom of how you desire us to walk. Lord, you know our hearts. You know every moment of our lives, and you see where we have been led astray by plots and traps of the forces of evil. Today, we have heard so many promises of your protection, and even the promise that if we will do what you desire, you will give us our heart's desire. It sounds so simple. Trust the Lord and live right. Oh, Lord. We desperately desire to trust you, and you know how many times we have trusted others only to get burned or broken. So we need you to show us how to trust and to help us in our unbelief. Likewise, Lord, we need you to show us how to curb and to cast off our anger, because today we are told that anger can lead us to fall into sin. You also promised today that if we will do what you want, you will make certain each step that we take is sure you will hold our hand, and if we stumble, we still will not fall. So, Lord, we are inviting you in. We want to see these promises evident in our own lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for those who want to dive deeper into God's Word today, hang in here for just a few more minutes as we wrap up this part, because today we are in the book of Daniel, chapter 3. Okay, prayer updates. Um, So, friends, Brittany, Michael, and their four young children, they are flying in to Atlanta on Saturday. And friends, let's be praying for the hearts and minds of these four children The words of a song that read, leaving on a jet plane, don't know when I'll be back again, really is true. There are so many emotions for these little ones when big monumental moves like these are happening. Little three-year-old Mei Mei went to her mama and said, please don't sell me. You see, this little one has witnessed all of their household possessions being sold and given away these last couple of weeks, including both of their vehicles. Mei Mei does not understand what moving really means at age three. Each of the children will process the experience differently. So will you join me in praying that the Lord will assign extra mercies and angels for these little ones during these next days and perhaps weeks? 
You know, honestly, it is so exciting to see God moving and providing for this family, even before they have left Maui. And every single bit of it has been given freely, as in absolutely no money was exchanged, whether appropriate clothing and shoes for all four children for the fall, as well as a crib for the smallest one. Yes, friends, I am witnessing it. And it's so amazing. Praise to you, Jehovah Jireh. He is the God who provides. Now let's continue praying. Um, We have a new prayer request. Actually, this is Dan's mom, Carol. We prayed for her in September, early September. She had COVID and then she went to rehab and she returned home. But Dan reports that she once again is back in the hospital. This is just a heartbreaking situation with no quick answers and or solutions. Carol knows the Lord, and it is the Lord who holds the moments of her life in His hands. Dan would like us to pray that the Lord's will be done and that the Lord will also provide everything that Carol needs for the remainder of her days here on earth. Again, we are praying for Laura and her husband in Japan. Laura is suffering from uh, vertigo, um, ringing in the ears, and chronic pain. They are seeking answers, and Laura and her mom are asking that the Lord will lead and guide every single step of Laura's health journey, and that her husband will come to Know Jesus as Lord of his life. Continued prayers for Jennifer and her husband, Chris, who are missionaries to Africa. They're still here in the States because both of them cannot test negative for COVID at the same time. And it is required by the country they are returning to where the mission is that they both have to have negative COVID tests before they can fly in. That the Lord's will be done regarding the COVID testing. Again, Josh, who is really struggling just with the loss of smell and the loss of taste as a professional chef, these are absolutely essential tools for him to do his job. And When he found out that his aunt had still has no sense of taste and no sense of smell six months after her incidents with COVID, um, he is very much concerned about how he is to provide for his family. And a good portion of his family still is in Thailand. They are waiting for visas, hopefully to be here in January. Um, But if Josh doesn't have a job... um, He doesn't know. Everything is all of a sudden in flux. And this is a really good opportunity for Josh to press into God. And so um, it was his mom who brought forth this prayer request. Um, But, uh, you know, sometimes we can pray until the cows come home. But if the person who is being prayed for is not also petitioning God and asking God to provide for him. Sometimes the Lord waits until that person is willing to humble themselves and ask God for help. So just that God would be working in Josh's life and that in his time, 
He will provide for Josh and for his family. Continued prayers for Ralph um, and for Stella. They have transitioned Ralph to in-clinic physical therapy, which means he has to get out of bed every single morning in order to go to therapy, which is really good, and it's really bad. It is very hard on Stella when she sees her husband in such pain. So, um, continued prayer for, for pain management for Ralph, and also grace and mercy and strength for Stella. Now, if you desire to be added to that prayer list, because we do pray until God moves, um, or if you want to share thoughts or ask questions or request a Bible, you can connect with us at PsalmsCast. First of all, you can do it via email. The email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or text The number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you're using WhatsApp, the number is slightly different, 1-470-240-1509. You can also use social media when it's available to connect. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. And on that personal note, I am praising the Lord for the restoration of wellness because Wednesday was an amazing and very productive day. Friends, this is such a huge blessing. And that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God. Daniel chapter 3. Okay, so the world governmental systems are demanding compliance supposedly for the health and welfare of mankind. We are being asked to do something that sits wrong with many of us, and the reasons are different for each person. When I was a teenager, and I oh so wanted to be popular or to at least fit in a bit better, my mama often told me, Just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. Another favorite of hers was, If everyone is going to go and jump off the roof to certain death, are you going to do the same thing? We are no longer being simply asked to allow toxins in the form, which I will call voodoo compliance, into our bodies. Remember, our bodies are not our own. They belong, our body belongs to Jesus. It is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now governments around the world are demanding that we comply and the choice to resist and protect our bodies from the voodoo comes with actually some very hefty penalties. With our current culture paradigm in mind, let's turn to God's word to see What we are to do when man raises himself up as God and demands unjust and, in my opinion, something that violates my religious freedoms. And since I live in the United States, the land of the free, including freedom to practice my worship of the Lord God, and that's supposed to be protected under the Constitution, this is actually a very big deal. God's word is my plumb line. So as I read, simply allow God's words to wash over you and to wash through you. 
Trust the Holy Spirit to bring to your attention exactly how He wants you to understand this and how He wants you to walk out the days ahead. Daniel chapter 3, the king's golden image. Nebuchadnezzar the king made a statue of gold, the height of which was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar the king also sent words to assemble the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the chief treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the administrators of the provinces to come to the dedication of the statue that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the chief treasurers, the judges, the magistrate, and all the administrators of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the statue that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, and they stood before the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, To you the command is given, you peoples, nations, and populations of all languages, that at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psalmstry, bagpipe, and all kinds of musical instruments, you are to fall down and worship the golden statue that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. But whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be thrown into the middle of the furnace of blazing fire. Therefore, as soon as the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psalmstry, bagpipe, and all kinds of musical instruments, all the peoples, nations, and populations of all languages fell down and worshipped the golden statue that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Worship of the image refused. For this reason, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and brought charges against the Jews. They began to speak and said to Nebuchadnezzar the king, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every person who hears the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psalmstry, and bagpipe, and all kinds of musical instruments, is to fall down and worship the golden statue. But whoever does not fall down and worship shall be thrown into the middle of a furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon, namely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have disregarded you. They do not serve your gods, nor do they worship the golden statue that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and anger, gave orders to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar began speaking and said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, nor worship the golden statue that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psalmstry, and bagpipe, and all kinds of musical instruments, to fall and worship the statue that I have made very well. But if you do not worship, you will immediately be thrown into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there 
Who can rescue you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not in need of an answer to give you concerning this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods nor worship the golden statute that you have set up. David's friends protect it. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with wrath, and his facial expression was changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He answered by giving orders to heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated, and he ordered certain valiant warriors who were in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in order to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. Then these men were tied up in their trousers, their coats, their caps, and their other clothes and were thrown into the middle of the furnace of blazing fire. For this reason, because the king's command was harsh and the furnace had been made extremely hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But these three men... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell into the middle of the furnace of blazing fire, still tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astounded and stood up quickly. He said to his counselors, Was it not three men that we threw bound into the middle of the fire? They replied to the king, Absolutely, O king. He responded, Look, I see four men untied and walking about in the middle of the fire unharmed, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the door of the furnace, a blazing fire. He said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out, you servants of the Most High God, and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the middle of the fire. The satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men, nor was the hair of their heads singed, nor were their trousers damaged, nor had even the smell of fire touched them. Nebuchadnezzar responded and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants, who put their trust in him, violating the king's command and surrendering their bodies rather than to serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or population of any language that speaks anything offensive against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses made a rubbish heap because there is no other God who is able to save in this way. Then the king made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego prosperous in the province of Babylon. Okay, so some commentary on this because I'm sure there are some who are thinking, yeah, but that was a golden statue that was being demand it that they bow down to. 
Oh, yeah, you are absolutely right. It was indeed. Just as the Caesars demanded, new Christians had to proclaim that Nero was God or they would lose their life. And yeah, those who would not were just simply fed to the lions in the Colosseums of Rome and Ephesus. Okay, but this is just a couple of shots. Seriously, what is the harm? Doing this is going to save other people's lives. Okay, that is a flat out lie. There is only one source of salvation of life, and it is only Jesus. End of conversation. How can I be proclaiming or even saying that this is somehow the same? Oh, but it is. Because around the globe, every form of exemption, medical, religion, philosophical, are being dismissed and denied. Okay? But God. Yes, people are. They're, they are accepting exemptions, religious exemptions. God is good. God is making a way to protect those who are brave like these three men. And yes, I can provide you with the source of those testimonies because they are proof that God is moving and only God saves. God will make a way when there is no way, when we are willing to trust in Him. Remember, friends, when there is absolutely no exceptions and those who have not complied are now being forced to choose or to be made to suffer, this Voodoo has been lifted up as a god. You either accept it into your body or you suffer. Serious thought. Doesn't it make you wonder why there's such this ginormous push? COVID, COVID-19 only has a 2% death rate around the world. 98% of those who get COVID will survive the experience. We have family members who have asthma, and during an attack, they cannot breathe. When you continually are not able to breathe, it becomes a life or death situation. That is why those with asthma carry inhalers. When an attack happens, they take a puff or two and disaster is avoided. Those who need an inhaler do not have to be told They do not have to have someone grab the inhaler, dig for it out of their bag, shove it forcibly into their mouth, and demand that they take the medicine. Why? Because those who have asthma know they have to use it in order to keep living. They are willing to take the puffs from that inhaler because it works. But does the voodoo concoctions of 2021 actually work? Well, the kings are saying it does, and therefore are demanding everyone everywhere, regardless of age, size, health complications, or religious reasons, must do this, or what? And yes, some people say, but hold on, wait, 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 there's the science. Science always provides predictable results. What we are being sold is a belief a.k.a. a religion, the religion that medicine saves. If the voodoo works, but it doesn't. One source I know personally is head of HR for a multi-state conglomerate. 
It's this person's responsibility to monitor the health and welfare of the employment pool. With COVID, the duties became a lot different. There are two pools of employees, those who are voodoo certified and those who have their God-installed immune system alone. When an employee tests positive for COVID, HR is alerted and the employee has to disclose their voodoo status. Why? Because if you are voodoo certified, you, the sick employee, follow these steps. Yet, those COVID positive with the original God-installed immune systems get to do an entirely different song and dance sequence. So this person keeps detailed records of the number of cases from the staff with COVID in August of this year, 40% were voodoo certified. In September, it topped over 50% voodoo certified who had COVID. The bottom line for this particular sample for September is this, more voodoo certified contracted COVID than did the staffing pool who just have their untampered immune systems that God gave them. Hence, friend, the voodoo false idol is not working. Oh, yes, I know that's just a really small sample. So let's look at a bigger pool. And yes, you can go look this one up on your internet on your own. Israel is the highest voodoo certified population in the world at 97%. The COVID virus is running rampant throughout their population. So why on earth, if the first go-around of voodoo did not work, would one want to get a booster voodoo? Okay, well, to each their own. It's their body and their immune system at stake. And ultimately, they have to answer to God.